Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to a Strictly Nervous Podcast with Kathy. If you're on Instagram or Twitter and want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on both Instagram and Twitter. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, don't forget to subscribe to my show. I post episodes every Sunday and occasionally I throw in a bonus episode on Thursdays. If you're on YouTube, I love YouTube for a platform for my show. Make sure to subscribe so you get my new episodes and comment below. I love talking about the episodes with people on YouTube. If you're not listening to this on YouTube, go to YouTube if you want to comment on the show. Like I said, I love it because I get to interact with people who listen. I, the same thing on Instagram. People DM me about stuff and I love that. I love talking to the people who listen to my show because I love my listeners. It's true. And if you want to support my show, there's a Patreon. Um, there's a lot of extra content on there, including stuff about pantyhose fetish. I do a lot of anonymous pics of guests, especially the females. If you want to see people... If you want to put a like a body to the voice, not really a face, I keep them anonymous and you but you want anonymous pics of my guests, go to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Today I have on oh, if you want to be on the show, I'm gonna start taping again soon, probably around September or October. I'm creating an email list. I'm gonna email everybody when it comes time that I'm taping again. If you want to get on the list, send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Explain what you want to talk about. Uh, in that email, and I'll send you a link to uh, schedule a time to call in to be on the show after that. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Like I said, I'll start taping again in September, October. Today, I have on a guy named Justin. Justin is into MILFs and GILFs. Justin also says, um, a lot. I cut out a lot of them. I know I'm going to get comments on YouTube and it's like, fuck off because I can't even tell you how many I cut out and there's still a lot of them in there, but, uh, <laughs> I couldn't cut out all of them, but yeah, he says I'm a lot, but he's, but he, his whole story is like really interesting because he has a MILF and a GILF fetish. Okay. This guy, he's young. He's 35 now, but he started sleeping with MILFs and GILFs when he was very young in his twenties. He lost his virginity to someone in their 60s. I mean, and he lost his virginity way older in life, okay? I mean, he was, you're going to have to listen to his age. I mean, he was way older. Like I said, he has, uh, and he lost it to a gilf. He pays for the most of the mills and gilfs. He started seeing escorts and going to get massages. He talks about that. That's how, like I said, he lost his virginity. It kind of happened by accident, but it was to a 60-something-year-old woman. And he really digs those women. But the, he does have another thing going on where he does want to have a relationship with a woman his age, but he lacks the confidence when it comes 
to women his age, right? We go into that towards the end, but in the beginning, we talk all about his Milf and Gill fantasy. What is the oldest woman he's ever been with? She's in there's her 70s, and he's fucking into it, okay? Where does he find them? Most of them, he pays for them, but some of them he's found online. We talk about that. Uh, what has happened with the girls that he has dated his own age? We talk about that too. So like I said, ha, the beginning is all the MILFs and the GILFs and the escorts and the massage parlors and all that stuff, how he lost his virginity. And then towards the end, we talk about his issues with dating girls his own age. And I bring that up and I went down that path because that's something that he wanted to talk about. Uh, you know, listen, some people might be into MILFs and GILFs and that's all that's going on. And it's, you know, but for him... It was something that he's doing to keep him out of like a real relationship with someone his age. There is that part of it. Not to say that he doesn't totally just like them, but he did have that other thing going that he wanted to talk about and that's why we went there. But that's like an interesting addition to the show because a lot of you will be able to relate to that too. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, he also has a major pantyhose, stocking, thigh-high fetish, and that plays into his whole MILF and GILF scenario because when he pays for that SCX with the MILFs and the GILFs, he makes them wear thigh highs, body stockings. So we get into that, like what he does with them as far as the pantyhose is going on. And we also delve a little bit into his history with his pantyhose fetish, like when it started, when he liked to wear them when he was younger, if he still wears them now, that kind of stuff. We do talk about that. I totally forgot about his pantyhose fetish, but that's a part of it too. So I'm going to be right back on with Justin. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hey, Justin, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So Justin, you have a pantyhose fetish but it, it it sort of got you involved in a whole bunch of other things you have this whole other thing going on that you like really older women which you know milfs and gilfs is that correct like is that and gilfs are like grandmas right <laughs> it's like old very old right older i don't know what the yeah. right term is yeah that's correct yeah, well, yeah technically grandmas so other women like in their 60s or in the 70s yeah, I love that because I, I don't know. I feel like I had one guy on maybe that sort of touched upon that, but I've never really picked that apart that much. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about your pantyhose thing but and then, you know, discuss. I feel like I'm going to spend a lot more time on that other thing, you know, only because I haven't talked to a lot of guys that are into that. Um, but I'm assuming that your pantyhose uh, fetish started when you were young and then it led to you liking older women, right? It's related somehow, right? Yeah, it's yeah, I, I believe it's related. So, yeah, I started off as a young age. Um, I guess my first pantyhose experience or the first time I got excited was in first grade when my reading teacher um, was reading us a book. She was in the front of the class, and I just remember her wearing a jean skirt or a jean dress and white pantyhose, and she was playing with her, with her shoe. And for some reason, I just couldn't stop staring. Yes, I've heard that. Teacher story with the dangling shoe a million times. It's so crazy how no teacher would ever put that together. Do you know what I mean? That they're like, yeah. you know, sort of igniting a fetish in a, chi a child. Yeah, if you can back at it, um, I'm not sure if they're aware of it. So it's no, like, of course not. They're not doing it on purpose. Are you crazy? No way. 
I mean, you might yeah, like in your hottest fantasy, you might like to think that, but no, they're just doing it because it's comfortable. They probably don't even know that they're doing it. But I've heard it a million times that guys, you know, uh, like it sort of stuck out to them and they have that memory, you know. So that's your first memory of that teacher, right? Right. But um, yes, I'll say throughout elementary school and high school, I've always been attracted to women wearing either tights or pantyhose or um, thigh highs. And um, then it continued through college. But in college, we're all pretty much surrounded by um, girls my age, and majority of the professors are males. My kind of my pantyhose hosiery fetish kind of went away because I wouldn't really see it on campus or right. I wasn't really exposed to it all the time. Um, so then after I graduated college, I got uh, an adult job, was working in the office, and I guess that's when it started up again or reignited on seeing women in the office wearing pantyhose or wearing tights. Um, then... Then, yeah, then one day I decided that I wanted to get um, a massage with a happy ending. But the provider that I was um, looking for, I wanted it to be an older woman that was that would wear thigh highs during the massage. Um, so I did my research, tried to find the right one for me, and I finally came across um, one that I thought would be fun to go with so I gave her a call went to her place and sure enough um, got a massage she was wearing thigh high she was wearing lingerie how old was, was she a, around um I'll say she was probably in her 50s okay then yeah I went through the the appointment and it was an awesome experience and that kind of just I don't know started I guess a new hobby for me or just um had me just start exploring other other providers right but you always looked for and that's when you realize or I guess you you had already been into older women somehow because you went looking specifically I mean that first woman it wasn't by accident that she was older you went specifically looking for someone a that's wearing tights or uh, thigh highs and b that's going to be older right Right, and I think it's also the, one of the reasons why I like older women is because they're the ones that are wearing pantyhose or wearing tights. Um, oh, right. When I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. a lot of the girls in their 20s don't really wear pantyhose or thigh, or thigh highs. Um, so I guess that's why I like if they're not really wearing pantyhose or thigh highs, I don't really find them as, a, as attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what kind of steered me to older women because the fact that they're the ones that are wearing pantyhose as opposed to when I was in my twenties. Um, Nobody was. Don't, they don't wear them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now you start like just booking happy endings all the time. Is that what happened after you had that first experience? Yeah. So I just started um, finding different providers that would. At this point, I was just strictly massage. Um, with a happy ending, mm-hmm. whether it be a hand job or a blow job, um, that's all I would look for. And most of the time, I would always, it would be someone in their 40s, 50s, and they had to wear thigh heads or pantyhose during the appointment if they didn't have them or 
wouldn't wear them. I would just not focus them. Um, and there's this, so I was traveling for work at this point in my career. And um, they had me going to Texas. So when I was going, I was going to fly into Texas, I started doing my research on on what massage providers are out there there in the 50s, 60s. And I came across one. Um, she looked, she had um, really good reviews and she was really hot and I decided to go for it. And How old when was I was she? emailing her, uh, I believe she was 59, 60. Okay. And, so you definitely did I'm, have the older thing. It wasn't just about the pantyhose because now you're looking for like, oh, 60 year olds. You know, you're like sort of pushing the pushing it. I am. Um, yeah. I guess it's more because, I don't know. Yeah, I guess the pantyhose and the thigh hairs is what got me to older women. But once they started seeing more older women, spending more time, I just like how confident older women are, um, how secure they are. Um, and how honest they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the type of stuff that I, I don't really see in women my age. I feel like they're more insecure. They're, they don't really behave as themselves, or they're. I, I, I guess it's more of the confidence and the insecurity mm-hmm. of women in, in their twenties and thirties. Right. Okay, so you find the woman in her 60s, right? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Right. And um, so I started emailing her, starting to set up an appointment with her. And um, I asked her, like, oh, is it okay if you wear thigh highs? And she's like, oh, I don't own a pair. Um, I just um, do a massage completely naked. I'm not into any fetishes. Um, at that point, I had almost canceled. Um, but I didn't because she had a lot of good reviews. And I'm like, all right, let's just go with the appointment. Um, so I get there. Um, when I open the door, she um, gives me a big hug. Um, she's really happy to see me. Um, so the massage, massage starts, and um, she takes off her dress. So we're both naked at this point. Um, she so she starts massaging my back, going through. At this point, I felt like a really therapeutic massage. Um, nothing really sensual. Um, then she has me flip over, and that's when the fun starts. <laughs> That's when she just um, starts um, being very sensual. She starts um, playing with my penis. Um, then she starts um, giving me a blowjob. And she was amazing at it. And she stops for a bit. And um, 
I'm like, okay, why is she stopping? Then she just starts crawling on the table. She starts kissing on my chest and we start making out at this point. And at this point I'm having an amazing time. This like, she's a super hot girl. And um, we're just both naked enjoying each other. Then all of a sudden she just grabs my penis and um, we start fucking. And this being my first time, I didn't know how to react. And I only lasted about 20 to 30 seconds. Oh my God, right. <laughs> and um, when I finished, I'm like, holy crap, what just happened? Um, I didn't know how to react because I was not expecting to have sex with her. Now, um, how old were you again at this point? I was 29. Okay, but you had had sex before? Or was this the person you lost your virginity to? Yeah, it's my first time. This is like, I lost my virginity. You didn't lose your virginity until you were 29? Right. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And, How come um, so late? I don't know. I never really had a girlfriend, and I wasn't really big on. Yeah. No game. Right. I had no. Yeah. I had no game. <laughs> right. Okay. Because <laughs> I mean, you went to college, and most people, like even if in high school, I get that maybe the opportunity doesn't arise, but at college, everyone's drinking, going out. One thing leads to another. People have sex, right? So you just didn't. Did you have no friend? Like, what was going on in college that you never got laid in college? I don't know. I was probably really busy with school, and also I would also party a lot. But like my hope when I would go out to the bars or go to parties, it was more about having a good time, getting drunk. And when I would do talk to girls, I don't know, I just like the confidence to close the, close the deal. Right. Okay. Anyway, I, I don't want to harp on that. So good. So now you lose your virginity to this. And maybe it was that you weren't so turned on by the younger women. Like you hadn't figured out yet what really got you off. I mean, plus they weren't wearing the pantyhose, right? Right. Yeah, that could have been it too. But I would say it was probably more the confidence thing or yeah. Okay, so now you're paying for sex. You got this 59 year old woman. You have sex with her, and it's like an amazing experience. Yeah, so it was an amazing experience. Well, right right after the experience, I didn't know how to react. Right, <laughs> right. like I I was not expecting to have sex with her, and yeah. it was also unprotected, and I didn't choose to lose my virginity to her. So it was kind of like I was kind of bummed out. But after a while, I'm like, oh, that, that's actually an awesome experience, and probably a funny way to lose your virginity mm-hmm. uh, um, but I, either way I got tested um, a couple weeks later just to make sure nothing um, I didn't receive anything from her because we didn't I didn't wear a condom or everything came out good um, and I was in Texas again I think six months later and I went to go see her again and we went through the, and the second time that I saw her um, we had sex twice so that was that was great. Right. And so did that now where you like, oh, okay, she was like 60, let me go even older. Because what was the oldest woman you've been with? Um, I think it's 72, but I, I have a feeling that she might be a little bit older. Right. Okay. So now after that experience, now do you strictly, I mean, have all of your gilfs that you've been with, have they all been like a, a, a pay for play experience? Like, um, or have you ever met them in another, in other ways? The majority have been through pay. Um, mm-hmm. I have met two through um, a dating app. What dating app? It's Hinge. Hinge? 
Hinge, um, H-I-N-G-E. Oh, Hinge. Okay. And what is Hinge? What's that dating app all about? Um, it's basically like any other uh, dating app, but the thing that makes it stand out from the others is that it's very simple. You just upload six photos and answer three questions mm -hmm. and your and your profile is done as opposed to some of the other apps oh, where you have yes. to answer I like a hundred questions. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. And the yeah. answers, people's answers are so stupid and it's like it's yep. such a turnoff to me, you know, every when someone writes all those paragraphs. I like that hinge. I would that's the place I would go to for that exact reason. Three questions, some pictures, there you go. I mean you just gotta meet someone in person, you know? All that blah, blah, yep. blah on these dating apps is so annoying. And to me, I can't get past all of that. Like, it's always someone says something that turns me off. I think yep. less is more. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm on the same boat because there's been many of times where I start pulling out a dating app yeah. um, profile and halfway through, I'm like, all right, this is too much. I'm done. Yeah, exactly. You're like, okay, this sounds right. This sounds right. Well, what about this? And it's like, if you just would have stopped at the first paragraph, I would have went out with you. You fucking ten paragraphs in, I'm like, I, you know, <laughs> so many things are like, no. And it's just so dumb. It's but so I like Hinge. So you met her. So now, were you looking on Hinge? Were you like, because I always am fascinated by people's age range that they look for. Now we know your age range is always super old. So you go on Hinge, you put up your picture, and you start looking for women in like what was the age range? Like fifty and above. No, when I first started um, with Hinge, I yeah. just would do um, women my age, okay. so be in their thirties, mm -hmm. and, um, and I would go on dates with um, women my age, um, but never really led to anything. Mm -hmm. um, then one day I'm like, "Huh, I wonder if I could score a date with an older woman." Yeah, right. Because normally so you're paying not. for it, and it's a done deal. Yeah. You never went down this route. No, I didn't. Right. I'm like, I'm like, um, see what happens. Um, so I would put the filter on 50 and above. Uh huh. And um, I did go on a few dates before. Um, well, I went on a few dates. They would either get really awkward really quick because mm -hmm. we were both uncomfortable being out in public. And there was such a huge um, age gap. Yeah. But the one that went um, really well um right away we're just really comfortable with each other we're just having a good time and a few drinks later um i ended up in her place and yeah and we had sex and it was amazing and now we don't really go on dates anymore we just kind of just call each other up when we want to hang out and that's a perfect setup for me yeah, it's like a booty call. So wait, so walk me through that whole experience with that woman. So how old was she? What did she look like? How hot was she? Um, she was, I believe, she's like 61, 62. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so she's um, my around my height, um, 5'8". Um, she's, I want to say she's super hot, but she's like your typical milk next door. She has that kind of um that look to her yeah with, what is with, that typical milf next door look i don't know it's just like blue eyes blonde hair nice body with big boobs and the innocent look of mm -hmm. like hey i'm a mom or i'm a grandma but behind closed doors they like they like to have fun yeah yeah okay so you take her out that woman right she's 61 you're attracted to her she's attracted to you 
and then you guys wind up having sex and it's amazing and then you still have sex with her to this day yeah like every couple weeks um Mm -hmm. we just text each other like hey are you free on this day or this day that's great yeah. to know that there's some, you know, 60-year-old women that are still horny and getting laid, right? Because, I mean, I, I'm a lot of times I'm talking to guys who are, like, thinking about cheating because their wife hasn't had sex with them because they went through menopause and they're not into it. You know, it's good to know that, you know, you don't have to lose your sex drive. Every woman doesn't have to lose their sex drive, right? Here you are to say you've met a lot of women over 50, right? That's your age range you look at. And they're down to have sex. Yep. I mean, this one's calling yeah. you up for booty calls. Yeah, we call each other up and just take care of each other. Yeah, that's great. And the, nice, and the best part about it is we don't have to do the whole dating thing or be out in public. We just know what we want and and we get it and give it to each other. So, right. And now, so, and what's the other one? You said that there was like two that you met. There was another one that you met on Hinge. I mean, because I would think like, if my 61-year-old friend came to me and was like, oh, I met this 29-year-old guy on this website and I'm going to meet him, I'd be like, you're foolish. Like, that's probably catfish. Like, there's no way it's going to go on. I mean, were they leery of, like, your advances at first because they didn't think it was real? I don't know. One did ask me. She's like, you do know my age, right? <laughs> and I'm like, she, she just wanted to double check. She's like, like, you do know my age, right? I'm like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. She's like, all right, because we're, because I don't know if she said this. Was it her or someone else that said, like, well, I'm old enough to be your your mom? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm aware of it. And, um, yeah, sometimes they do start ask, asking a lot more questions, like, why are you into older women? Yeah. Um, Do your friends and family know that you go on dates with older women? Mm-hmm. Um, they just start asking all these questions, but um, for the most part, they don't. They don't really ask. I guess they probably have the same kind of fetish or themselves, where they're into younger guys. Or maybe they just somehow, you know, they see your pictures. The however you present yourself mm-hmm. seems like it's real, and they're like, "Let's go for it." So, what what happened with the second one that you hooked up with on Hinge? So the second one, we did a full full date where we grabbed drinks and we also went to dinner then afterwards we ended up in my place and we ended up hooking up but i don't know then the next next time i tried contacting her she never really replied she never she just kind of blew me off so mm-hmm. that didn't really work out i don't know if it was something that she was just she was just looking for a one-night stand or she just realized that going on dates with a younger guy is not really her thing but right yeah, kind of just nothing really happened after that one time now have you ever how old are you now because this all started like when you're like we're talking about you're 29 these people are older how old are you currently i'm 35 you're 35 so yeah. now in this time of you know since you're 29 to 35 you lose your virginity you're on the dating app you're looking for girls your age have you had any relationships because i know that in your email i remember you saying that you were actually looking to have a relationship with a much older woman at this point now is that strictly what you're looking for have you had relationships with women your own age i no. at this point um I'm looking for a relationship, a serious relationship with someone my age. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Um, but then I just get sometimes get frustrated and um, 
and then I end up changing my filter and just start going on dates with older women. Because it takes too long or you get, it's hard to make, listen. I mean, it's hard for everybody finding quote unquote, the one isn't easy, right? I mean, if it was easy, it wouldn't be so exciting when you met that person because not most right. people will not be that the right person for you, you know, but um, you're looking for a serious relationship. You never had a, a relationship, even a, like a, a couple month relationship or anything with someone your own age. I haven't. No, no, no. Do you work like in an office or someplace where you're around women a lot? Do you have female friends? I have female friends and yeah, I do work in an office where there's a lot of people but yeah. with everything going on right now. I've been working from home for I know, over a year now. I know. It's terrible. Like somebody was saying to me like, oh, a lot of people aren't going to go back to work. I said like, where are people going to meet like their husbands and their wives? Like, and where are people going to like socialize? You know, like that's like a big meeting place. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I remember some people would in my office where I worked, would be like, I would never date someone in the office. I'm like, really? Like, so many people wouldn't be married. There would be so many people that wouldn't even be alive if people didn't date people in their office. Because <laughs> that's that's a good place to meet people because you're spending a lot of time with them. You really get to know them, you know? But you're still having... Have you had sex with anyone your own age? I haven't, no. No? No. Interesting. Yeah, I think the youngest... Might have been late thirties, right? And that was, I mean, that was for pay for for pay. But yeah, I'm, I've never had sex with someone really close to my age or younger than me. Right, but I I do say I have to say I brought up your email and it says I've never been in a relationship. I I go on dates with older women. I've never been in a relationship with one, but that is one of my goals. So, do you actually want to date a woman that's much older or kind of older? Um, I think I would, but I wouldn't feel like a serious long-term relationship. Okay. It's not like, I don't know, when I think of like, when you want to date someone, it's like your attention is eventually to get married with her, right? Yeah, and have but kids, want, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these women can't have wo- kids. <laughs> but yeah, then with an older woman, it's like, it'll, I guess it still will be considered dating, but it won't be nothing serious or it won't be... I know the fact that it won't lead to anything. Yeah, no, that's cool. I only brought it up because you brought it up, right? I mean, I think that you're realistic, right? You like to have sex with these women. This is what you're attracted to. But now that you really want a real relationship, you know that, you know, you need to fish in the pond with the, you know, fish that are your age. Right. You know, do you go on dates with girls? I do. Um, I've gone quite a few dates with girls my age and it's been and there's a couple that I thought would lead to something because we had very similar interests and we really hit off mm-hmm. with texting and we were you know on the first date but I don't know it's maybe something that I'm doing wrong or something that that's not having me in a long-term relationship well, I mean, you know, listen, it's a numbers game, too. Are you going on a lot of dates? Well, now it's been it's been tough because of COVID, right? But, like, before COVID, you've been, you know, you're 35. You've never had a relationship with a girl your age? You never had a relationship with anybody, really, have you? No. Right. Do you think that maybe there's any kind of fear of commitment or something involved in that? 
it might be the combination of fear commitment or also not interested in it no or not pushing or being more like if i would go on a first date and i for example if and i thought she was an amazing girl but i um was not great or i was awkward or i was not interesting enough i won't really ask her for a second date Right. You, you let, you quit. You're a quitter. You quit too early. Like, I mean, you don't give it enough chance. You don't let it breathe. I mean, you have to keep going back a little bit. Right. And, and you don't pursue or you're not aggressive. But you are. But it's interesting because I think it kind of takes balls because I think a lot of people sit around at home with like naughty fantasies and stuff that they wish that they do, but they don't cross the line and do things. I don't know if balls is the right word, but I look at it as balls that when somebody has, you know, a desire like you did for, you know, and you went out and lived it up, right? I mean, you figured out how to find a, a pay for play situation and you, you know, and then you went older and, you know, so I think it takes an, like the same part of you that has gone out and found all these older women, you know, you should use to find the girl your own age. But it's interesting that I feel like maybe you're different uh, uh, with the older women than you are with the women your age, right? Maybe you're more confident uh, with the older women? Yeah, yeah, I would say like I'm more confident. um, And it also feels like I can just be more myself around older women. I don't know why. As opposed to when I do go on dates with women my age where I feel like I need to put up a persona or behave a certain way so they mm-hmm. will like me. Yeah, I think it's because you know on some level or you're overthinking it, right? On some, You're yeah. thinking, oh, like I really want a relationship with this person and there's so much more to lose and there's more to gain. So you're, you know, you're, you're more afraid to be yourself. Whereas with the older women, you know it's not going anywhere. You don't have any thoughts about that. So you could just be yourself. There's less... You know, there's less on the table, you know, so it may it makes sense. Totally. You know, it's just you need to channel that same person, you know, that you are when you walk into these other places with the the gills. Right. To when you go out with the girls your own age. I know that you did ask me in your email, like, what are your thoughts on this? Have you met someone? You know, were there questions? Do you question this part of you that likes women that are much older? Is there any kind of confliction going on inside of you about it? Um. Just the fact that it's taking, I guess, time away from me from dating women my age. Like the time I could be investing in going on dates with women my age, I might just be using it on going on dates with older women. Or the fact that I have a secure booty call with an older woman, sometimes it doesn't really motivate me to um, go on dates that could lead to a long-term relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I was thinking the other day, it's like, eventually, I'm going to become or get to 40 or 50, and the women that I'm attracted to are going to be my age as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think, let me ask you this, if you're like in a relationship with a girl your own age, that you would be able to keep the fantasy or the desire, the sexual desires that you have for older women at bay? Uh, for older women... I would say yes, mm-hmm. but maybe like um, my pantyhose fetish and thigh highs. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, well, you know what? Listen, have you listened to a lot of my pantyhose fetish 
episodes. I mean, there I've had on a lot of guys who have, you know, copped to the fact that they're into pantyhose very early on in their relationships and their wives were totally fine with it. You know, it's very yep. rare that you have one that said, fuck off, you psycho. You know, cause it's a very easy thing. It's not like anything as a woman. I've always said it. It's not like anything weird that I, you're not saying I want to, you know, pee on your face. <laughs> And that's what I'm into, right? Or, you know, I want to tie you up and, you know, strangle you. It's, you know, it's, I want you to wear pantyhose because I think they're fucking hot. Uh, it's not a hard thing. I think the worst thing that guys experience and what's difficult about that is a lot of times if a woman's just doing it for you, she eventually gets complacent and doesn't care about wearing them, you know? So, mm -hmm. but I think, you know, what you really want to do to make sure that you, because you know, that you won't be able to keep that at bay and you don't wind up having to sort of stray is to be honest about that with whoever you wind up being into, you know, it's not, it's not something that you have to feel shy about or worry that a girl's going to think you're weird, quote unquote, if you're into pantyhose, do you like to wear them or do you just like them on your girl? Um, when I was younger, I used to like wearing them mm -hmm. and I was saying probably, last 10 years i probably only worn them like two or three times but uh -huh. i'm not really big on wearing them right so but when you were younger maybe you were wearing them when you were younger because that was the only way you could experience them but now that you could have yeah. women wear them you're fine so yeah that's not a hard sell to just tell a girl like yeah. i love that you know but you just, you definitely want to put that out early on you know right yeah yeah that's one thing that i i guess learned listening through your podcast that my pantyhose fetish is is very common. Yes, I didn't realize how many people were into it. I thought Me it was just like a small yeah. uh, fetish group. Well, listening to your podcast and also being on your Patreon page, it's like holy crap! There's a whole community out here. Yeah, totally. They're really into it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I was first doing my show. I would go onto Craigslist. I had to look for people to be on. You know, I didn't have a big enough audience. And uh, I would find a lot of foot fetish and pantyhose fetish ads on there. And then I would email and have them um, come on. And I always say, and I've said this before in my episodes, like the next time you're in a room with like 50 guys or 20 guys, lock them in and tell them all to drop their pants. And I bet you, you're going to find one or two that are wearing hose. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I mean, you know, because there are a lot out there and I don't think, like I said, I don't think, especially if you're not into wearing them, I think that's a harder sell to a girl. Right. Yeah. But I think just telling a girl, like, listen, if you put on a pair of pantyhose or thigh highs or stockings, like I am going to be so fucking hot for you. I think that's uh, no problem. Like I said, the the where you're going to get in trouble sometimes or what I hear a lot is that, you know, that same girl that says, okay, in the beginning, you know, loses interest, you know, three years into it or five years in and she's like, oh, I don't want to wear them anymore for you. Or it's like, that's all you like. You know, that's like the worst thing that could happen. But, um, you know, it's definitely something that you want to put out there early on and you should you know dating is like a, it's hard it is like sometimes you got to work at like a job but I also think when you're really really ready for something in your life it it should show up you know um and so if you like when the the, the did the desire to really be in a serious relationship come up for you um it'll probably be like my mid-20s 
So you've been looking for relationships since your mid twenties, like dying to be in a long term relationship since your mid twenties. I guess I didn't really didn't start putting real effort into it until like my late twenties. Okay, so for for like five years, so you got to work right. I mean. You know, because I do believe when you're really, really ready and you've sort of removed any kind of blocks or, you know, maybe there's some some kind of subconscious block inside of you, you know, because like why hasn't that relationship showed up in your life? Because I do believe when you're really ready, it it all <clears throat> sort of happens. And we all know the the people. We all have a, that friend who's constantly dating, constantly saying they want to be with someone but like just they never meet that person and that when that happens I think sometimes there's like a subconscious maybe block of you know uh, maybe something is inside of you that believes like you don't deserve it you know and because of your history of being a virgin so late in life and never having a relationship there probably is a story inside of you that you're you've told yourself very early on that's just repeating and that needs to fucking end do you know what i mean because you need to you need to kill that and maybe that's what's blocking you from really having what you really want in your life maybe there's a, something inside of you that feels like you don't deserve it i've had those kind of blocks in my life for a lot of things you know and uh and you have to undo that. And it's hard because what, what it, where it's coming from is like a, it's coming from a subconscious place, right? So maybe because you don't think that you deserve it or whatever and you're reliving this story that you told yourself early on, which is that you don't, you don't deserve it. When you do meet somebody, you lose the interest to move forward for, with them or you stop, you know, you're not really dating as much, right? That's the part of you that's keeping you back. You have to fight against that. So you have to force yourself to do things that you know are the right thing to do, like date more, you know, up your game, give the girls that you're dating more chances instead of quitting so early on, you know, you have to, you got to fight against your natural urge, even though you feel like, oh, I don't want to go there. That could be the subconscious part of you that's keeping you away from what you fucking want. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's been plenty of times where it's like, oh, I don't want to um, go on a date right now. Or there's been times where I've canceled because like I don't know something it's not that I'm lazy or anything it's just like sometimes I just lose my motivation yeah but that's the part of that's a subconscious mind fuck part of you that's keeping you from what you want I'm telling you I've had it in my life I couldn't I can't tell you how long it took me to have a fucking baby okay <laughs> like other people just fucking have babies like I'm not me okay I was like I did on some level I didn't believe I deserved to have a baby I have a baby now but I had to go through torture okay to get my baby and I just know that feel and the other things for me too have been the same way so I know that feeling you don't feel the energy you don't feel the motivation you know but I have to, I'm telling you that 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 is the that's your subconscious working against you. There's something inside of you that doesn't believe you deserve to have a woman in your life that is your age and all that you want, right? And so and that's what's happening. So when that comes up, you have to you have to just force yourself to not do what you want to do, right? <laughs> it's like what what you want to do is nothing. You want to stay home, you want to cancel. You have to just like force yourself not to no matter how exhausting that is you know you have to go against that part of you because there's most likely something that's inside of you that's working against you getting having what you want and you need to you know and you should have what you want right 
Right. There's no reason why you don't deserve to have that relationship. You know, and now is the perfect time. You're 35, right? You have your whole life ahead of you. Things are easing up with COVID. You, you, you should start, you know, getting in the mix of really dating women your own age. And maybe, you know, having all these relationships with women that were older than you was very safe. You know, look at it as like practice for yourself, right? But like enough with the practice. Let's yeah, and I agree. Yeah, like it's those relationships have been very safe and I guess easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't really have to put in much effort into it. Um, but yeah, now I have to kind of like cut myself off from those um, from older women or paying for sex and just force yourself to yeah force yourself to stay in what's uncomfortable that's easy that's something that you got down that's something that you've mastered but you even said it yourself like i sometimes wonder is like you know if i'm wasting all my time over there and then i'm not putting enough time into finding someone else so the fact that you say it means 100 that's true so you might have to or maybe it's smart to sort of go cold turkey on the gilfs right so that you'll you know you will focus more and maybe just that action alone of doing that sort of changes the energy of what you're putting out you know because what i really believe is that whatever you're putting out you get back right so if you're putting out i really want a girl my age but i'll take a gilf for sex and i'll go out with them because maybe that would be you know that's like super confusing right so you're going to get all these gilfs in you but you're not so but if you say i'm only going to date someone that is going to be my age right for me ready for a a long-term relationship and that's all you send out that's what is eventually going to show up right in front of you and you might have to, listen, other people don't have to go through this bullshit to meet somebody, okay? It's, if we're all dealt a different hand of cards, right? For you, this is what it is. I understand this kind of nonsense because I've been in the position, like I said, I couldn't have a baby. Other people, it's so easy, you know? But for you, somehow, it it it, it is difficult for you to find women your age and date. So you have, but you have to conquer it and make it happen. And you can, Right. But it's just a matter of doing something different. I think it's, it would be maybe try going cold turkey on the gilfs and the milfs and, say, and get really focused on what you want and decide like there is no, nothing else. There's no other alternative. Like that's it. This is, you know, there, it has to be someone that you could have a serious relationship with. And the more you do it and the more you go on dates, the more comfortable you're going to feel. I get why it's safe for you. I've also been commitment phobic. So I understand like going for really unavailable people is very safe and it's much easier to be yourself. You know, a lot when you when you start to meet when you meet somebody that there is that opportunity, all of a sudden all this all your insecurity is going to come up. That's normal, you know. That's right. not rocket science. Like th- that is happening and you're more nervous with the younger girls because that, you know, that's the real deal. But that's what you have to focus on. That's where you have to put yourself and you have to continue to put yourself in that that position so that you could really meet the person. And like you said, you know, 15 years from now, uh, you know, she's going to be exactly the perfect age you are. And that girl is going to be so fucking lucky because you're just going to get more horny for her as she gets older. <laughs> Whereas a, a lot of times it's the opposite. You know, a woman has to worry right. like, oh, my God, my guys, you know. And you know what? Honestly, you could date a girl that's 37. 
What yeah, about that age range? I've actually gone on dates where someone, I think she was four or five years older than me. Yeah. But at, at that point, I still considered it someone around my age. But I'm only saying I, because, you know, listen, a 37-year-old that's still single, and not, I'm not going to use the D word, which is desperate because it's so rude, but, you know, it's, uh, you, you know, she's getting, if she hasn't been married yet, right, or doesn't have, you know, she really, and wants to have kids, you know, she's getting a little bit, you know, it's more, there's a little bit more of a fire under ass yeah. to settle down, right? And that's where you're at, right? Like, you're 35, you, you've been wanting this since you know five years ago so you know maybe if you date a even like i said two years older than you you're more apt to find somebody who's really looking for the same you know at this the same thing that you are they're like been ready for years yeah i could give that a try or yeah. maybe gwen three four years older than me yeah it's 37 is good because listen they're still they're still gonna have kids because you want to have kids right you want to get married you know and you they'll love that you like someone who's older you know and they'll and that you you know you could let them know that i mean i wouldn't say i like women that are 72 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i won't tell them that no you don't have to but you could let them know that you always have dated older women and you enjoy older women and you know i think that you could try dating those women too but maybe go cold turkey on your gills i don't know is that you think could you do it i mean i think i could um but it'll it'll take some it'll take a lot of effort just to go 100 percent cold turkey on well maybe you just see that one that's like really easy that's you know the one the older one that you met on hinge where you just have sex you get in you and you leave you know just to release yourself (laughs) right don't you need to release yourself yep maybe stop paying i mean do you still pay for women and stuff are you is that a weekly thing a monthly thing i would say it's more of a monthly thing Mm -hmm. because yeah Weekly will be way too expensive. How much does it cost? Um, it varies. Usually anywhere between two hundred and three hundred. Really? Yeah. Are they giving you a real massage too? Oh no, I stopped seeing massage providers. Oh, okay. So you just see escorts or like prostitutes, hookers? What's the yes. right word? Um, escorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I just see escorts. Um, right now, and usually it's just once a month right and it's um, like through two three hundred and you always are seeing the escorts that you see are, are older right yeah they have all been older um to the yeah, for the most part they're always in their late 40s or 50s mm-hmm. and yeah once in a while they're either in their 60s or 70s oh you found escorts in their 70s well they advertise that they're in their they're 65 yeah but once um, I met them in person and talked. She's like, "Oh, can you actually believe it? My real age is um, seventy-two. Oh, wow! And, and also, a lot of times I have to lie about my age. A lot of the older escorts um, don't see guys in their forties. Oh, really? Right? Yeah, I don't know why. I guess they don't like being with younger men. Uh huh. Um, so there's been times where I'm like, "Hey, I'm." Not quite forty. I'm thirty-eight. I'm thirty-nine. Is that okay? 
I'm like, oh, yeah, you sound very mature for your age. Yeah, no problem. So when she revealed her age, that she was 72, I'm like, well, now that we're talking about age, I'm going to tell you that my real age is, I think I was 34 at the time. And, and what she, did she we, say? She just started laughing. She's like, I know you were younger, but um, I know you were younger. You're not 38 when you when I opened the door, but I didn't really care. Right. And how, so, and with these women that you see now, you have full on sex with all of them? And do you always, I mean, because you're paying, right? Do you let them know up front that you want them to wear thigh highs or stockings? Or stockings, thigh highs? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, women, I, yeah, they always wear thigh highs for me. Or sometimes they wear um, body stockings. Oh, really? You like them to be total? And what, is there a hole in it so they keep it on the whole time while you're having sex with them? Yeah, there's a there's a hole, yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's open on their, um, from their ass and um, their vagina and they usually just slide on the top so I get access to their boobs. Right. And now let me ask you this. Do you, where do you find like escorts nowadays? Is there like a website that you go on? I mean, where do you, where do you find them? Yeah, there's a couple websites. Which ones um, do you use? Uh, Trias. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like using the erotic review just to see the reviews on some of the escorts. Mm-hmm. And then there's also erotic monkey. Okay, that so the the one with the reviews that one show tells you like what the deal is and does it show pictures? No, it doesn't show pictures, but it has a link to the escorts website. Mm-hmm. So you can see them through there, but no, these are just reviews by other, I guess, clients that they tell you, um, yeah, she's good, or no, her pictures are outdated, or she has a really bad attitude, or no, you should go see her, <laughs> she's really good at what she does. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. I mean, and then yeah. I wonder if, I, I think, because I've heard this before, I don't know if on that website, but that there's also reviews for you, so they could also see, right? Yeah, that's what I've heard, but mm-hmm. I, but um, I don't know what websites have it and which um, don't, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And now, have you had? Do you? Does it matter to you what their face looks like, or is it the whole package, or is it just the body and just knowing that they're of you know a certain age, or do you care? No, it's the whole package. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna just see someone just because they're in their late in their sixties, but they don't have a great body or don't have a great face. Right. So you like like the the body is important to you. And also having like the MILF next door. Like I don't really like going to escorts that are just like, um, just got done with plastic surgery and they're all model like. Oh, um, interesting. You want them to be like more natural looking, like a real person. Yeah. More natural looking. Someone that I would see at the grocery store or, or my neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wanna, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. For some reason, I find it a turn off when I see an escort that could be on the cover of Playboy magazine or Sports, or Sports Illustrated swimsuit mm-hmm. um, edition. I kind of just want more of that real milk next door look. Yeah, that makes sense. You know exactly what you're looking for. Now, what, with when it comes to women your age, what are you looking for? What do you like? Same kind of vibe? Um, yeah. Someone that's um, natural, um, not like, doesn't really 
um, someone that's not really into all that fashion or high end, always spending too much time um, on their attire or makeup. It's kind of just more of a relaxed vibe. Yeah, relaxed vibe. Yeah, totally. I get that. Well, listen, I what did we call you? What did we make uh, up your name? Justin? Justin. Justin. Yeah. Listen, Justin, thanks so much for calling in. I'm dying to know if like, you know, I, you what I think you need to do for your relationship that you're looking for is set a time that like I need to you need to say something like, you know, it, I the, in one year, like I'm going to get a fucking girl or six months, you know what I mean? And like really commit to it and don't take anything else uh, as an option like that. That's what you fucking want. And that's what you're going to get. And I need to know when you get it. Okay. A real, a real relationship you know and I don't know some people are going to be like why are you talking about it I, it's only because like you asked me these kind of questions in yep. your email right <laughs> like I felt like you wanted to get some insight too into things right I don't know I just hope that I didn't ruin the the call for you <laughs> but I was thinking no, this is some really good advice I mean I know the fetish has been great enough but there needs to come a point where I kind of stop doing that and focus on what's right for my future right? yeah because you really okay. want to really because you really want a relationship you know I, like i said i just go by what people are saying and where i think that they want the conversation to go and because of stuff that you said in your email you know so i'm i'm glad that that was okay <laughs> i mean yeah. i love the whole gilf milf uh you know fetish and the information on that but i think what's also interesting here and what i think we need to just talk about a little bit was the fact that you know, here you are, 35-year-old guy. You've never had, you know, sex with someone your age or even a relationship, you know. Um, and I think you should, and it's about time. So, you know, I wish you all the best. I think you'll get a lot more out of this episode after you listen to it, too. I don't know when it'll go on because I have so many taped, and I really have to stop taping so all these could fucking air. It's stupid of me. But um, when you listen to this episode, you'll get a lot more out of it, too. So keep me posted if you get a girl. But make sure, listen, make sure that when you're like, oh, I'm too tired to go on another date or I don't want it, like, make sure you don't, listen to your feelings do you understand i know it's counterintuitive but that's what you have to do other people don't have to do that but you do it's like working out it's like i need to go to the gym but i'd rather just lay on the couch and watch netflix right but how do you feel after you force yourself to go to the gym you feel you know yeah. you feel great and you're like mm -hmm. oh thank god you know um, you have to force yourself to keep giving all every girl the right chance. And most likely the time when you finally do meet that right girl, you'll know right away, you know, but just the act of hanging in there and, you know, going against how you feel and killing that fucking subconscious story and thing that's playing out inside of you that'll bring you closer to that moment where you actually do meet the right person you know but you got to do a little work and the work you need to do is fight against how you feel and just do the opposite yeah I mean, yeah put more of my uh my focus on going dates with women my age and kind of stop doing 
the other stuff. Yeah, stop looking for the escort. Stop doing all the work for that. It's no, it's fine to go. You need to get laid. You know, it's uh, use that one older woman who's you know not a hassle that you have. You know, just fuck yep. her. But all the time and energy you're taking into you know all this other stuff. Save your three hundred dollars for your escort and start taking girls out on dates and spending some money on them. They'll love it. Yep. Yeah, that could that could be a really nice date. Yeah. Yeah, take her to a nice steakhouse. Like, you know, spend some cash. Girls like that. You know, like you put your attention there and then keep me posted and let me know when you wind up, you know, in a relationship because that's what should be next for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely keep you posted. Okay, thank you so much for calling in and talking all about your fetishes because they're just very fascinating. Thanks, Justin. All right. Thanks for having me. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to subscribe uh, wherever you're listening to this show. If you're on YouTube, subscribe there. If you're on a podcast channel, subscribe to my show. If you could write a review because you love my show, please write a review. You could give me five stars or write it out. I love reading my reviews. They really help the show. If you want to join my Patreon, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. If you want to comment on the episode, make sure to go to YouTube and comment there. I love hearing from my listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.